I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Yes, it's Is It Just Me? It's the podcast where we talk about a lot of things that don't really matter. Not much at all. But then again, they kind of do more than anything on earth, right? Absolutely. This is uh, James. That's that James. Yeah, hello, James, I'm James. Williams. Yes. That's oh. the host. Who's the other host? Yo, you, Joe Elvin. How, how Hi. are you? Hi. How are I'm very well, <laughs> thank you. Well, James and I are a little bit giddy today. We I are know, ridiculously excited because I think there's been a slight mistake made. We've got an Oscar nominee what, on the what podcast. What the actual fuck? <laughs> that has never happened before. You are. Oh, wait, wait, we have to do the intro. She's actually written yeah. an intro for you, Richard. Okay. This is. Oh, sorry, I've given the game away already. It's not a very already. big one. Oh. Um, I think, you know, there has been some kind of mistake. That's because not what any man wants to hear from a woman. <laughs> not a very big one. You're going to hear a lot of things today, Richard, that you may never have heard before. Okay. Um, or want to. I'm a, so grateful that nobody's ever said that to me. The thing is, I haven't it's introduced you. a very you, big one. But everybody knows that voice. Everyone knows it's that voice. It's British acting royalty. And now he's an Oscar nominee. It's I mean, for crying out loud, it's Richard E. Grant. Grant. Thank you very much. Now, I'm Australian, so I say Richard E. Grant. Is that offensive? You can say whatever you want. Richard E. Grant. Nothing's offensive. I'll say Grant to make up for it. Thank you. How the hell are you? Where in Australia? Sydney. Sydney. Which part? Um, Oh, I had to think then. It's been a long time. (laughs) She doesn't want to tell you. Do you know Penrith near the Blue Mountains? Yeah. I'm a Westie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That means I'm very, very fashionable and posh in my class. Yes. You can tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. See, nobody here knows. Nobody yeah. can disagree with you. Whereas well, I that's do what know. I did. I came and reinvented. No, Although completely true. We, we do have a lot of <laughs> listeners in Australia who will email in to tell us but that's totally not the case. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And someone, one of them will have a picture of me with a perm. For <laughs> sure. Perm. Oh my God, please. If you have that, email it to us immediately. Yes, please. Um, yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Richard. What a week for you to be alive. Unbelievable. Congratulations yeah. on the congratulations. film, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, can, I, I can I just say, your video where you were sort of like rapturing about your Oscar nomination, <laughs> it made me as happy as if I had been nominated for an Oscar. It's oh, a viral smash. It was it's so a viral joyous. Smash. You're a viral smash, yeah. Richard. Well, it's, it has astonished me because my, my daughter who follows all this stuff said that as of today, it had had 3.2 million hits. 
I think Whatever that is. at least 25 of those were me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I bow to you. Thank you very, very much. But Richard, what I, can I just say what I love about it is, I think a lot of people try to be a bit too cool for school when it comes to these things and pre- they pretend it doesn't matter. And what I loved was the exuberance and the, the sheer joy. And it, you, you are really genuinely chuffed, oh, aren't you? God, I'm absolutely, I'm astonished that it's happened because I'm, you know, I've, I've said this, that I feel I am genuinely a 61 and three quarter year old nominee awards virgin. Which so feels to wrong to everyone. Well, There's a compliment it, in that. It, everyone keeps saying sorry, they can't even, believe. Sorry, even a nomination. Yes. Oh, I, I got nominated for Best Newcomer in 1987. <laughs> a bit of a the Evening Standard Awards <laughs> um, for Withnell and I. And I was beaten by a double whammy of Jodie May and Kristen Scott Thomas one together. Wow. So that was the last time. And who's ever heard of them again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. She's just a day. Robbed. Before. Robbed, I tell you. So, but you know. The film is um, So I don't take it for granted. That's yeah. my point. I, well, I think that that was very, very clear. And so joyous. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And I really hope you win. Yeah. Oh. I really want you well, to win. What can I just I say? I think the name is already printed on it. It's Mahershala Ali. You know, he's won everything else. But. So, you know, I'm in great but, company. Yeah, but we love an upset, you know, yeah. and it could be. Ah, and it yeah. does tend to happen yeah. in the supporting categories, I think, doesn't it? You know, right. But from your mouth to their ears. You just don't there want a go. moonlight situation. Well, you, That's you, the only you know, thing. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, and the winner is Sorry, oh, Richard. Sorry. Mahershala E. Grant. Yes, exactly. But what I have to say is and without blowing too much smoke up your bottom, Richard, I've seen a few of the... Blow the smoke. <laughs> Blow away. Blow the smoke. He's an actor, darling. I've yeah. seen a few of the Oscar, of the Oscar t- contenders this yeah. year. And I have to say, some of those films haven't lived up to the hype for me. Mm-hmm. You, actually, Can You Ever Forgive Me is the film we're talking about, you and Melissa McCarthy. Right. This is a film I went into and I was genuinely, I loved it. It's, Thank you. it's great. It's just a really, really, really good film. And, and for me, it's the kind of dark horse, I think, of, of, the, of the award season. Thank you. Well, yeah, I delighted. Did, did you know it was? A, 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 you must have got that script and gone. This is a gift. I must do it. Yeah, but you know, by the same token, it was very low budget. It was uh, about two very lonely, near destitute, uh, non socially acceptable characters. That you know, I play a coke dealing, uh, petty criminal who's who you find out at the end is HIV positive as well who's who doesn't have any sort of moral uprighteous you know uh i don't know citizen of the world uh god i don't know what i'm talking he's, about he's a chancer isn't he a grifter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and melissa mccarthy plays uh lee israel who was a very misanthropic porcupine like curmudgeonly uh woman who fell on hard times and started forging inadvertently uh great literaries literary figures uh, letters and selling them off as as the real thing it's so a fascinating it's, yeah. story and it all, but it's a yeah. film also it, it's amazing so it doesn't it, it doesn't sound like blockbuster on paper no i That's suppose not but it does Sorry, also also feel like having watched it it feels like god how hasn't this been made already because it, it, it's such a brilliant <laughs> story it, it almost feels it's unbelievable that it's a true story well they took them 11 years to finally get the thing finance and with this cast to get made so it has been around for a long time and how what because also seeing Melissa McCarthy in a very different light I mean they're obviously very comedic moments but it's very dark comedy isn't yeah. it so for her this is much more of a dramatic yeah, turn. How did, how, transformation yeah how did you find working with Melissa 
She was very, very difficult. And <laughs> she was, I don't know why you're laughing. She was grumpy all the time. And, you know, she's... Well, she's she likes she's in, in The Boss. Mood. That's my favourite Melissa Carthy. Yeah. She film. is. She's grumpy. She never knows a line. She hated me on sight. I mean, it was it was an absolute dream pleasure to work with this person. We met on a Friday exactly a year ago, on the 20th of January, and for two hours, and went through all the scenes and discussed, you know, where we were sort of coming out about these characters. Had lunch together. And then on the Monday, we started filming for 26 days. And it was literally that coup de foudre sort of uh, lightning in a bottle thing that you have with another human being where we felt such an instant, deep, profound connection that I thought, well, if any of that transmits into the friendship on screen, then at least that will have achieved achieved something. And so it did happen. And so how are you feeling about the Oscars? We've got to ask you have, you, have you started thinking about your outfit yet, Richard? Oh, my outfit yet. I called, <laughs> she was, uh, after I'd spoken to my wife, she was the second person that I called and we were both crying that we could we could barely understand what the other person was saying. I don't know. It's all like that. You know, it's just, it sounds so ridiculous two days later. But uh, at the time it was, it just felt incredible that both of us had been sort of seen or nominated for this thing together because it, it feels like a real as in the story that it's an independent interdependent friendship that I could have done it without her and she certainly could have done it without me but um you know it just it was very symbiotic and yeah I don't passionate. know I mean it as you sort of touched on it went through so many permutations before it actually became a thing yeah and now it's you you know Oscar nominated, you know, both, both the leads. And it kind of just feels like meant to be. It feels like one of those things that was ordained in a way. Good. Yeah. I'll take that. Good things yeah. happen yeah. to good people. From Penrith. Yeah. I have to say as well that I, I this is going to sound really weird. I love your wife <laughs> because I Thank actually, you. I actually read your, your, your book, your, your, right. your sort of autobiography with nails. All right. It was one of the first, dare I say, celebrity, so celebrity sort of memoirs. Yeah. I was a film student when it came out and I remember buying it because obviously as a film student, you just thought I'm going to tear this up and it was a brilliant book. Oh, but, what I, but what I loved is that your wife was such a, a, a grounding influence <laughs> then, wasn't she? she? She basically, she let you get away with nothing, did she really? You were this, well, dare I say, yeah. very actory act. <laughs> well, she's from Aberdeen, you know, and there's, there's a Calvinist streak of like, don't, bullshit the bullshitters exactly so, you know you can't you can't mess around with that and so you i don't <laughs> but i love the fact that now you've come full circle also you, how many years have you been married uh we've been married th- licensed 32 years and together 35 that's amazing so well, it's a lifetime congratulations Thank but you. i mean but it must be how long so, have you been together oh, well joe and i've been technically professionally married for 15 years yeah but how long like have you that? been together with the person that you do love oh i have no one with? richard I, I, no I, one. I, i'm still on the hunt for that person they've Are eluded you? me have you never been in love Oh, well, uh, yes, I think so, but maybe you not. think so? Well, I've, I don't think I've had the big love yet, I hate no, to say then it. you definitely haven't. No. Because if you, you would know if you Yeah, haven't. no. And where are you looking on the internet? <laughs> well, that's the only place to look these days, unfortunately. I think so, yeah. You see, you never have to worry about and Tinder. And you've had no luck? Not really, no. I've had some good stories, some great right. sort of dinner party anecdotes. You're but... channeling your therapist from Stephen Mangan's show right <laughs> now. No, 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 yeah. I'm, just, I'm just very curious. You know, he's been yeah. stuck in a room yeah, three being interviewed all day. Of course he's going to start asking. Are you in love? Yes. Of course I'm in love. Oh, you yes. how long have you been in love for? It's my nineteenth wedding anniversary next Tuesday. And are you married to a man or a woman? A man. Right. And it's working out? <laughs> no, nineteen for years. For the most yeah. part, yeah. 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 I mean we've been together twenty four years. That's twenty a long time. twenty five years, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you think is wrong with your uh, <laughs> 
Oh god, we haven't You're got enough. On air, pop. We haven't there's, got enough time. There's for absolutely that. nothing wrong with James, no. except does he and have I, very high standards? I, I think he, I think he shares the same thing as my gay brother in that you, as you get older, you just find it harder and harder to compromise and bend. Yeah. And oh. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Ooh, well, well, actually, that's getting a bit personal. But <laughs> do bend. Yeah. Also, I have a, I have a dog now, Richard. You know, so that's all I need. I've got yeah. my puppy Bingley. So yeah. he, I would have brought him. He normally comes to the podcast recordings, but I wasn't sure if the hotel here would have him in. Have so. you got any advice for James? Yes. Uh, What's any the secret? advice for James? Uh, goodness me, I don't know. I don't know how you meet people. No. I, I wouldn't honestly know how how you begin. But you know, you. How do you, you know anyone? Do you, you know any man oh. with your own hair and teeth? Surely <laughs> just you can about. Just, you Isn't can he looking to... good? He's been on a really strict regime <laughs> lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, um, what does he normally look like? Oh well, well you know, like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. But it's, oh, it's okay. been quite the transformation. Well, yeah. So where do you try yeah. and meet people? Well, it's uh, yeah, unfortunately yeah, no one talks in real life anymore, apart from at junkets, Richard. So, yeah, but the, if you go to a bar or you go to a club, do you not meet people? No, there? I think people just think you're strange. Everyone's on their phone. Everyone's doing it via I an app. I think the dog I is mean, the key. You've you've got relatively. Have you, are you you've got children who are out there on the dating scene? Yeah. Uh, do they not say it's it's a jungle out there? Yeah, it's a big jungle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I my I have. Are sympathy. either of them single or gay? Uh, sh- my daughter is. I'm just thinking for James. Is, there's any sort of possibility is, here? Yeah. She's not gay. Oh. But she is, she is now with somebody. Oh, well, good. But for she her. has been a year on the old internet dating oh, they, doodle. And, are and you, some are of the stories she's told me oh. have been eye-watering, and they're all true. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Next film. I'll never forget. It's my always th- the discrepancy between what people say they are and then who actually turns up. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. Their pictures. So you find that their pictures are always about five years. If or 10 I years if I ever do internet maybe. dating, that's totally what I'm going to do. I'm just yeah. going to catch <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that'll be my hobby. Yeah, but then you face the yeah. abuse of the person turning up and say, "I'm sorry, it's not what it's advertised." Yeah, but on then the I might get a book out of it. You know, something like that. Oh, you know, true. I'm not actually looking for a meaningful relationship after this one. Just yeah, just thinking of book opportunities, the licensing. Okay. Um, but yes, you know, I, I remain the optimist, Richard. You know, I, I always yeah. try to maintain optimistic. You never Abs- know what's going to happen absolutely. or who's out there. But I in the think, meantime, I, I think do haul have my that dog. dog out as a conversation well, piece. At the to park. be honest, you know, yeah, yeah he, he does get a lot of attention. Walking a dog, yeah, yeah, not a euphemism. And I know somebody who was in an art gallery and just looking looking around at pictures and met somebody doing that. Right. Okay. I need to get down like some art galleries. People. So maybe you should do that. See, I told you we'd end up talking about things See, you it, hadn't talked about. It was worth the trip alone, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, if you haven't as of yet seen it do head to your local cinema right now and check out uh, can you ever forgive me it really is a really great movie um Thank superbly you. acted by both you and melissa and also just a really tight fit really well edited you know not overly long richard you know without, without being you know some, sometimes films yeah. can feel like a second job too long no it's perfect it's a really really well judged brilliant film so go check it out it's really really good but now on to the main event richard yes, we're okay. now going to debate some very serious great i'm topics. looking forward to this i, think I can tell i think we've got our work cut out we really have. As a deeply superficial person, you've come to the right door. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. He's, he's here to agitate. So, first topic this week, Richard yes. E. Grant. I've got to yeah. say Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Yeah. E. Grant. Grant. Yeah. Grant. Um, yeah. And Joe Elfin. Yeah. Uh, is it just me? And I feel this is very on topic for the film we, yeah. we're talk- here talking about today. Um, is it just me that's drawn to the naughty person or the naughty people in life? I think that, you know, you're we're so... You know, in the health and safety regulations world in which we're constantly being constrained and what is politically correct to the point where they can't even find a host for the Oscars next month. Uh, I think that being drawn to the naughty people is what um, keeps keeps life being interesting. Yeah, I love that. I agree. Yep. 
Define naughty for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm immediately harking back to the time I went to Mexico City with a friend and we got to stay with a friend of a friend and we didn't know and he nearly killed us in a car accident. Oh. <laughs> you just right. think, right. I don't want to be in danger. That's a reckless okay. person. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. 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 Uh, that's a, literally, uh, that's a car crash person, quite yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, no, I guess my thing is, I always think when I think of, when I was sort of writing this, the first thing that came to my head was, and I, I have used this line far too many times in my life, you know, that classic line from Steel Magnolias where one yeah. of them says, if you haven't got anything nice to say, come find us seat by me <laughs> you know yeah, I like those people I like yeah. those because yeah. to me we, we've talked a bit about you know, th- there's something a bit suspicious about people who are very very nice the whole time I, I like a bit of darkness and, and that's why I actually like this film so much I like the fact that in Can You Ever Forgive Me you basically find two very dark people who are who bond over the fact and, that they're and, and basically she, not particularly nice people and she is yeah. hilariously vile yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's just un unashamedly yeah. vile yeah. about but, other people and about things. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. But it's weird though that they become nicer people through meeting equally horrible people. Do you know what I mean? They find they do. a lightness, don't yeah. they? They find a way to laugh. Absolutely, yeah. No, and I, I think, think that's... I think that's it. It's all about a sense of humour with these things. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm glad you... You can tell, but he's got that glint in his eye, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, but see, I, I don't think I'm that naughty. Like, as I was saying to you earlier, I'm not going to name who it was, but... Um, why? I was... Well, <laughs> because I don't want to get... You'll see Dude. why. But, <laughs> okay. uh, but I, I, I was looking after a famous person in Australia Boss when I was... Johnson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, as part of my job, and... Um, You're looking after a famous person that, in Australia. So was that um, Les Patterson? Yes. yes no, that's... Yeah. Uh, Sam yeah. Neill, Brian um, Brown, Kathy Lett. <laughs> it was Kathy Lett. Well, Kathy's Russell Kathy's my big sister, yeah. but it wasn't uh, her. Russell she Crow, she's the naughty person Nicole I am, really. Kidman. I think you are sort of like yeah. way Guy in the lofty A list scenario. Right. I'm talking about Australian TV famous, yeah. um, okay, Logie level, and then that uh, Logies, <laughs> and then this oh, person. She's been so snobby now. But, but this You're person would But sorry. this person wouldn't speak to me because I wouldn't buy them any drugs. Oh. Do you see what I mean? I just thought, well. You've, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to be that naughty. Do you know what I mean? So oh, yeah, I don't want to break the law drugs. for you. So yeah. who is that? Not Russell Crowe. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. You'll be. You'll be really <laughs> he, disappointed. He won't rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. but, but this is what I love about you, Richard. You, you play. Well, you've made a career of playing some very naughty characters. I have indeed. Um, but you know, I, th- I mean, obviously with Nay, obviously the most argu- arguably one of the most famous drunks on celluloid. Okay. Um, but you know, you you didn't. You're not a drinker. No, but I'm sure I would drink if I could drink, yeah. but I just have no enzymes, so I can't. Yeah. A litter is toxic to my system, but, but I it's, like other things. But it's amazing that you can then channel, because I, I always think playing drunk is one of the hardest things to do, because you know when you people used to do it as, as kids, teenagers would have like one sip of shandy and then pretend to be really drunk and do something stupid, because yeah. it's like, yeah, there's no way you're drunk and you're behaving like no one believes you're drunk. Um, and often that can happen with people doing you know dramatic roles they right. they they act drunk very badly whereas you do it beautifully thank you very much <laughs> thank you but who, who are you channeling when you do those well i've just noticed that you know when i've been around drunk people and i have been around a lot of them throughout my life that there's an enormous amount of concentration and focus that they have of trying to get through a door trying to appear not drunk so it's it's that thing and that slight delayed reaction on anything that <laughs> Just, uh, and then you, you feel like. When you're drunk. were you following me? When was that? <laughs> I'm following you right yeah. now. She's completely lathered. Do you know what? There's a, there's, there's a rug at um, Soho House in West Hollywood, and every time I see it, my stomach does a little flip yeah. from one particular night. 
I was there with you. Oh. I was very... Uh, yeah. Don't blame me. <laughs> Did a Persian carpet come out of your mouth onto the rock? No, thank God. Oh, you were spared but, that um, disgrace. But I do remember sort of like in that concentrated way, I could tell that people were thinking, look at that girl. Oh my God, she needs to go home. Yeah. That was See, a bad night. So she you must are, be English or Australian. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're definitely Hollywood naughty then because people don't really get that drunk in LA. Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. I can remember going out with, having lunch with Hollywood producers and an English actor uh, had half a bottle of wine over lunch. And immediately we finished lunch. They said to me with complete seriousness, is he an alcoholic? Mm. I know. Because half a bottle of wine was Deemed. Know, was considered an enormous amount. Whereas here, it's just a nice warm up. That's it's a Tuesday. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. A casual, a casual <laughs> Tuesday lunch. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't think you, you, you're clearly that kind of person. Because I, I, we, we've talked a bit about this. Because, you know, I've recently done a, a period of eight weeks of not having a drink. And we've talked a bit about the joys Thrive of sobriety. Yeah, well, no, I did it uh, before that. I didn't jump on that bandwagon. But we had right. Susanna Reid from Good Morning Britain. Oh, she yeah. was on the podcast and she was talking about the fact that she's been teetotal now for about six months. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, but what I always say is, it, it's that weird thing, isn't it? And it, it, It's so bizarre. People tend to assume if you don't drink, you're no fun. And I think yeah. you're that classic example of someone that clearly doesn't need a drink to be a good laugh and to be quite naughty. Oh, well, I've been accused. Thank you. I've been accused of being drunk many, many times in my life or stoned just because <laughs> you do it sort of by osmosis. If you're around people that are off their faces, you... I don't know, you get in the mood. Yeah, and you so. don't care as much because yeah. you know they're not going to remember. Yeah, and you don't have a hangover the next day. I've noticed that is the one advantage. But do you find you can uh, maintain that uh, like a long period of, of, of drunken people's behaviour or do you have a sort of, okay, I've got to be out here after a couple uh, of hours? The only time that I run for the door is when somebody is telling me the story for the fifth time and then they get leery-eyed and they go, oh, you don't drink, do you? No. And then you get that sort of slight rape and violence look in the eyeball, I think. Yeah, I think you've got to be Check a cheery please. drunk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't I, mind those. I like the huggy drunks. They're yeah. okay. Miserable drunks. That's yeah. so what I found. I basically realised that drinking <laughs> enables you to listen to the same five stories five times a night because yeah. people just go around in a cyclical way yeah. and they come back. Oh, they go, can we go back to what we were saying yeah. earlier? When you and said I must that. just tell you and you think, yeah, you have just must just told me five times already. <laughs> oh my God, this is me again right so, let's get off this topic I was going to say okay. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but before we do if you win big Oscar night Richard how are you going to celebrate that how do, you, how do you probably let your hair down I will probably have oh I don't know I love dancing so I'll try ah. and find somewhere I can do that oh. even if it's in, in my your hotel room in my hotel room yeah Oh, well, Not long luck. to wait right. now. No, Make sure you video that because that's going to be one another yeah. sort of oh, internet yeah. sensation. I'll be I'll be dancing whether you know whatever just just to have got into that room of people. It's like being admitted into the fame club at the sort of A list level, sort of like temporary membership. That's what this whole experience and then is you, feeling you, like. And then you should do like a dab of victory or a macarena yeah. of victory. I was going to say if you can't yeah, if yeah. you can be naughty one yeah. night, it's the night you win an Oscar. So okay. yes. yeah, yeah. Well, and a we'll be carrot then. And we'll be naughty on your behalf, Richard. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll think of you naughty drinks on your behalf <laughs> anyway good luck the half a bottle because i've got a problem yeah absolutely so, yeah so which one do you want to do shall Jamesy? we do born in a different decade or should we do we've got we, we thought we'd do either is it just me who wishes they were born in a different decade and we've also got is it just me who has slightly pensioner tendencies <laughs> let's do pensioner you will after that one well it's because you've just looked at me being half my age <laughs> i'm no, not half no. <laughs> And For goodness sake. How old are you? I'm 49 next month. And how old are you? I'm 42. Okay. You can double 42 and be 84 quite believably. <laughs> 49, you can be, how much is that? 88? 
98. Yeah, that's... 98. Yeah, that's that's old. 62. You can't, you're <laughs> 62, 112, your box button gone. So you have an enormous advantage. Yeah, but you don't look... So let's talk, about, let's talk about pensioners here. Well, okay, right. when I said, is it just me... They like, both looked at me and said, yes, <laughs> let's choose the pensioner option. <laughs> Fucks. Okay. Well, no, it's only because I, this, I had this idea because is it just me that has these slightly pensioner tendencies? Because my friends think it's really weird because I have, I find myself drawn to certain types of chocolate. Yes. Like I like a fries peppermint cream or an after eight. A fried? Fries. You know, oh, fries, fries. peppermint oh, cream. Fries, yeah, um, okay. You want to be careful being a gay and getting old before your time. I know. So I know you've, already, you've got the dog. I know. You know. I know. It's, but like even like Turkish Delight, these, these tend to be slightly granny delicacies, aren't they? Which I quite like. You don't need teeth. <laughs> Yes, basically like a soft. <laughs> I think softer doesn't You've hurt You've got to think about these things at your age, James. I know. And then the other thing I was going to yeah. say is, am I the only person that still uses talc? Because my, fi- my friends yes. find that quite amusing yeah. that I use talc. I heard yeah. it's not very good for you. Well, I went to an Australian's wedding. Oh, God. One, one of your great Australians married a friend of mine called Jerry Hall. And I noticed <laughs> that every course of the wedding feast, you did not require teeth. Soup. <laughs> Salmon moose. I'm so glad today he's not my employer. <laughs> followed, by, <laughs> followed by a fish course, oh. followed by blamage. Wow. You did not need teeth for any of the courses. One of I my. This was. I, you know, just rem- I have to tell you, one of the, the greatest moments of my life, which I did yeah. not dare take a photo of, okay. was seeing your Australian friend queue up for a porta potty at the Apple headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, this is some powerful company yeah. where even Mr. Murdoch is queuing for the Portaloo. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they, they were all there. It was yeah. like Davos in California. Taxes and taking a dump. That <laughs> characterizes every human being's <laughs> earthly function. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a pavlova? There wasn't one on offer. Oh, well, then no. that's not a proper. But you don't wing. need teeth for that. Obviously, either. Jerry put a foot down. Too hard on the yeah. teeth, the pavlova. Yeah. Hard on the teeth. <laughs> um, snap a denture. <laughs> Uh, but am I, so is it only me oh, that I've got get, what I came for is it yes. only me only, the, <laughs> only you that are on the pensioner thing getting yes. old yeah. before my time yes, but, but also I've even not, but I've always been drawn slightly to like you know I quite like tweed I you, quite like cords you should move in with do my you husband you like old ladies <laughs> no I, I don't really like old men either but you don't like them either no you well, like this old lady oh, come on <laughs> and yeah, you should you should move 49 harpooning for a compliment which didn't come that is outrageous. Yes, says the woman from Penrith, <laughs> posh part of Western S- Sydney. Well, I'm glad we all know where we stand. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, you you would get on well with Ross, my husband, who's obsessed with central heating, which I think is a real pensioner hallmark. Oh. Yeah. Well, Do I you have slippers. No, I don't believe in slippers. Do you? Okay. okay. Do you what? have um, garments oh. that you wear inside the bed? <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, pensioner alert. Very little ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how little? I'm still keeping it interesting. Like a matinee. <laughs> yeah. Are you thongy? You haven't gone to the full wincy yet. What happened to bed jackets? Bed jackets. I only see. ever knew about the bed fact jackets. you even know about bed jackets says that you're on the way to no, being a No, because when I, was a, when I was a kid in the fashionable suburb of Penrith, I watched a lot of British television. That's how I knew about That's bed jackets. That's because oh, there was right. no eating. It was a real on the buses thing, a bed jacket. Yes, but they'd be worn by people like Penelope Keith, who was born old. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, there was no central heating, so they probably had to layer up. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, have you got pension tendencies, Richard? No, I, I feel like we need to ask. Yeah. I have no idea because I'm I'm the mental age of about seventeen. Oh, so we'll see. I haven't I, love I haven't that. matured into, into full adulthood yet. Never mind pensionerdom. 
Okay. No, no slippers, no pajamas, no twin no. set, winsets, or any of those things. What's Not this? Yet. But you do. Tees made. You look great. Cause you, I can't. You I said you don't dress like a pensioner. But you, but you said you were going to be sixty-two this year. I was like, what? That doesn't sound right. You, what, what? Any secrets you want to tell us, Richard? To the the any secrets. secrets? No, I have no. Uh, uh, I use a combination of uh, hemorrhoid preparations <laughs> and donkey spunk <laughs> to keep myself looking smooth and fresh at all times. <laughs> You need and to bottle. I mean, you, you should bottle that stuff. Can you buy that on Amazon? That's working <laughs> do, for you. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, okay. So I'm basically just the. Yeah, where young, is this going, young fogey? <laughs> so I have no idea. Well, look. If, if anyone, so what if makes always you been a young fogey? Oh no, I, I just think the fact Part that I, I, everyone laughs at the fact that I seem to like, like things like sort of slightly old granny chocolates. That, that yeah. you know, and I like talc. <laughs> He lives in Lavender a pink cottage. <laughs> no, it's 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 a baby powder. If we're being very specific about baby it, powder. you live in yeah. a m- lovely little old lady pink house. Oh God, no! I do sound like a pensioner. Yeah, I, I, that's literally true. It's yeah, not yeah. a lie. Do I you mean. have a shopping trolley that's got a little bag and two wheels? <laughs> a tartan one. A tartan one. <laughs> have yeah. you? With no, a flap of course on the top. I don't. I, be- I believe I that. that. You're actually yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the record. Any, if anyone's listening, to me going, I must date that man. Don't let the, the <laughs> shopping trolley put you off. I don't have a shopping trolley. Yes. No. Well, look. If you are sat there and you are desperate to come to my defense and say no i love oh, i'm a, a rapidly aging young pensioner uh, we love hearing from you guys so do drop us an email at the usual address it's um is it just me podcast at gmail.com send us your thoughts your opinions and your uh, suggestions for future topics i'll tell you what I, I am looking forward to um being of pensioner age and just blithely pushing into a supermarket queue See, and no, yes. nobody ever questions that, do they? And do you look forward to having your teeth in a glass of sterilant on the glass shelf? That's never happening. <laughs> That's never going to happen. That is never happening. Thanks to denture grip. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the joys yeah. of denture grip. Yes. Yes. You're warming to the theme. If, you're, now. if your father, when you were three years old, used to, for a lol, throw his false teeth into uh, your lap, then you look after your teeth. Okay. <laughs> One of my teachers said, "Not a very posh thing to do in Penrith, but I'm." I know. Surprised. Well, this was when we were in Seven Hills. We upgraded after. Oh, that. I see. Yeah. One of my teachers get new teeth. One of my teachers. My teachers once lost her teeth whilst telling us off at school. <laughs> how did she keep? How could she come back in the next day? She actually came in and she kept teaching there. I mean, like an urban legend. In a way, I admire her. But can you imagine losing your teeth in front of your entire class of kids and then having the balls to come back in the next day and style it out? I mean, God bless her. I am enjoying myself so much, but someone's looking at us now. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, oh, you have five minutes. That's yeah. our five minutes. Yes. Right, we've got time for one more topic Super quickly. Hotel, I think. Please. All right, super quick. Let's do you our choose, last James. one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Finally then, this week, Mr. Uh, Mr. E. Grant. Yes. Uh, is it just me who wishes I was born in a different decade? Where do we stand on this one? Are you happy where you are? I like living in the moment and the time that we are right now. Do you? Even Brexit and all. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine a better time. Yeah, why? Where you obviously hark to some no, other well, time? Well, no, no. I guess because you know you you a you can't help time be, of yeah. Well, I think you just you, you know you hear about the seventies, the sixties, and I think you know you just yeah, always I think, live through both of those. You when, always think people are having a better time. No, they're not. When no, I, really? when I was a no. kid, and I'm not as thin now, but when I was a kid and I was super skinny and used to get teased and bullied about it at school, and my Listen, mother she is enormous. And and, and <laughs> you get the double doors here. To and get my mother, through. my mother used to say, "Yeah, but look at look at Twiggy." Twiggy was, and I was like, yeah, but no one, no one wants to look like Twiggy now. They want to look like Cindy Crawford. So I kind of, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, it would have been pretty handy to have been a teenager in the Twiggy time. But I think you've yeah. touched on a good point. I think it, that, that you have this very sort of glossy version. We could we only see the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s now through, you know, very polished, well-made TV shows. And, you know, and they, they make it look very glamorous, don't they? Just look at any... So reality TV, any any documentary about what it was like, really like in the sixties and seventies, and like I guarantee that you will think you're so grateful that you live where you do right now. And also, you've got a fucking Oscar nomination right now, so it's, de- it's the best time for you to be alive. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And we all got to sit here together today. We certainly did. Yeah. We did. I did think, when, when we heard you were going to do this podcast, I thought, that was a voice destined to do a podcast. Oh, yes. okay. Don't you think? You must have done podcasts before, right? I have done some in America. I've never done one in England. Oh, we're popping your podcast cherry over here. You are, absolutely. I hope we were... plundered as we speak. I hope it was good for you, Richard. <laughs> I hope we were gentle. So good for me. <laughs> I'm feeling warm all over. <laughs> Um, well, it's been lovely to meet you, Richard. Thank you. Why Thank are you wearing headphones? Well, just to make sure I can actually hear us. Because they look cool. Us. Yeah. And who was the drug-addled soap actor from the Logie Awards? <laughs> He's not letting this one go. Uh, 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 Sydney, well, the, the, you wanted to tell us about? It's going right off before we yeah. actually say. Because who is it? Just mouth I'll it tell to you me. in a minute. No, tell me right now. I'll tell you in a minute. No, you'd have no because idea. Because then you'd be I'm like, relentless. who is that? That's just going yes, to happen I when you tell him. Will I know who this person is? I don't know. Okay, well, tell me. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up and then she'll tell you. Richard, good luck on Oscar night. Thank you. Good luck with the movie. Not you need it at all. It's a fantastic film. Do check it out. Uh, it's in all great cinemas right now. It's um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And uh, we want to say thank you once more to Mr. Richard E. Grant for joining us. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.